Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I want to hear your thoughts on this proposal in the UK. Cyclists could face 30 kilometre per hour speed limits. They might even need to have a number plate. It's all part of a shake-up of the road laws there. And the British Transport Secretary, Grant Chap said that they can easily go faster than that on roads where cars are restricted. And it cannot be right. And I'd like to hear the views of cyclists and motorists as well, actually, uh, on this particular issue today. Ken is in the line. Well, Ken, do you think we should consider something here like this? Uh, well, uh, well, what problem would it solve? Well, do like do cyclists actually go much faster than thirty kilometres an hour? Well, it depends on the circumstance. It depends on when you're on the open road or whether you're in an urban environment. I wouldn't feel comfortable if I'd travel at that speed on a bike on the open on a, in an urban environment. But that article is misleading. Now, it, it's not. It's not quite as 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 the headline reads. But the, but the idea in principle about the 30 kilometre um, speed limit for cyclists and I suppose more interestingly the idea of having, you know, some form of a number plate on bikes. Well, first of all, should the speed limit not apply to all road users? Does it? Like I was, well, in, in, apparently in England it doesn't. I'm, I'm actually not sure whether it does here. I was, was always under the impression that it did. But they didn't. They tried to introduce an, a national identity card, and that didn't fly. Mm. So I, I honestly don't think number plates on bicycles would would make any difference. Una, do you think there's a need for something like this? Um, not particularly, because we're all meant to be reducing our carbon emissions. We've committed as a country to reducing them by fifty percent uh, from transport, and we need to be doing things to make cycling more fun, more accessible, encouraged rather than putting people off. Um, and I think we need to look at what the risks are in, in road users and what our guards have should be policing and keeping an eye on. Like people driving cars, which are so heavy and can cause so much damage to the people driving them and people on the road, other vulnerable user, road users. Um, maybe we should be looking at things like mobile phone usage, speeding, things that really inherent have a risk. And I think that's where the focus should be rather than trying to put registration plates on bikes. Mm. How many rusty bikes are there in sheds around the country? How would that work? <laughs> My three-year-old, does she need, need a number plate on her bike? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, when you when you when you put it like that, um, but I suppose, well, you you tell me, are you, are you a cyclist, Una? Would you cycle regularly? Yeah, I am. You um, are. I'm part of the Dublin Cycling Campaign. Okay, and myself and my family all cycle. We have a cargo bike. Our kids are all cycling. The baby comes on the bikes with us, and we try and cycle as our primary mode of transport. Mm. And like speed, like even on the cargo bike, which is electric, I barely get thirty. Like, well, I was going to ask you that. I mean, how common or frequently would you even be cycling over 30 kilometres an hour? Actually, very rarely. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I didn't think it'd be that. Bless everybody. No, and it's not. And I have a speedometer on my e-bike so I can keep an eye on when I'm going. And also, like the electric bikes, like mine, they stop giving you support after 25 kilometres an hour. So you're only on your own speed or coming down a hill. Um, so you rarely go over 30. 
as as a standard cyclist. Yeah, no, we're not talking Tour de France here. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I suppose in in terms of being able to monitor cycling behaviour and this notion of um, the kind of number plate idea that's been mooted in the UK, do you you think that's not warranted I, here? Well, like, what's the benefit, and how you know? How would we make that work? Like, how would we get kids, DDPR? Where are resources better placed? Like, we could have an online system. We've been, as cyclists, we've been asking for this for an online system for people to register dangerous driving or upload of dash cam footage. And that isn't being uh, applied. So where we best place our resources to keep people safe, I think, is a better conversation. Well, than... funny, Ed totally disagrees here in the text line. He has a suggestion where this number plate is warranted. He said, of course, cyclists should have to wear a visible number plate so that every time they go through a red light or against the flow on a one way street, they can be reported and fined. Cyclists need to learn the rules of the road apply to them as well and not just motorists, says Ed. Yeah, but are every motorist who have visible number plates who break red lights? They're not tracked. We don't have monitoring at our traffic lights of vehicles, motor vehicles breaking red lights. So the chances of us doing it for bikes are slim. You know, we need to look at the wider transport infrastructure not just picking on the cyclists. You know? I, I think from 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 reading this suggestion in uh, in 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 the UK earlier this morning, I think what the British Transport Secretary Grant Chaps is is trying to implement, because he promised a couple of weeks ago to create this death death by dangerous cycling legislation, and to treat riders and cyclists effectively. Um, the same way as motorists. So I I wonder is that's obviously part then of this yeah, plan that he's like, trying I'm to introduce. I'm not aware of anyone who has died due to an There's not many motorists the, dying by cyclists. With the cyclists. Yeah, for sure. But how many cyclists have been killed and seriously injured on our roads yeah. due to behaviour of people with motor vehicles? There was a doctor in Galway last week who was cycling along and someone opened their car door and she was smacked and whacked on the, on the ground and thought she broke her hip you know the, inherently the danger to cyclists is coming from these the motor vehicles that are incredibly heavy and can do a serious damage let me bring in una idel as well idel is on the line idel you are a cyclist you know what's your view on on this um Hi, proposal Andrea, in the uk i was born to cycle i cycled as a child to school i cycled in London, I took my children to nursery. I passed cars on the way to the nursery and I passed them on the way back, which meant I had an extra two hours of work uh, most days, which was a huge benefit to me. Um, it gives me the ick when I hear people talking about cyclists and slamming them and, you know, putting a license on us now. Come on. We should celebrate cyclists. Celebrate them for getting on their bikes and going to work, taking their children to nursery, like Una said it all. And basically, we need to be looking at the way drivers drive around cyclists. We need more care on the roads for cyclists. And I think every cyclist will tell you that. When you speak to people who say, isn't the roads dangerous? Everybody I know who doesn't cycle, don't, are you not scared out there? You know, why should I be? If there was better road 
protection for cyclists. None of us should be scared on the road. Walkers, cyclists, children, anybody. So what's causing the biggest problem? We have a problem with cars. We have a problem with drivers who have no respect for cyclists, Andrea. Do you agree with that, Olivia? Yeah, like I unfortunately was a cyclist who was seriously injured and nearly died um, a couple of years back. Um, and like I, I, I understand identifying cyclists, God forbid they're in an accident, but the license plate, I don't think it's going to go anywhere and there'll be too much time and money comes into something that really won't have any valuable effect. I think there's more, you know, I think if we educate people and try and make people understand the cyclists, are incredibly vulnerable out there on the road. Um, and, you know, people just need to change their behaviour, their habits. Um, you know, it's a very popular sport. People are, you know, even just the price of diesel and petrol are going up so high. People are trying to do small local journeys using their bicycle, which is a fantastic thing. Um, and I think we should be encouraging people to get out there and, and cycle more. Mm. Um, I, but I, I genuinely just don't think it's, I think it's something that if it was brought in, the time and the money could be spent so much more better used in, in other areas exactly yeah. that would okay. actually have a benefit can, to people. Can I ask you, um, Edel, as well? Because a lot of the texts that are coming in that will say, I know they're very split. I mean, to be fair, it's kind of 50 50 on, on the text line here in 53106. But those that are in favour of this suggestion in the UK all talk about cyclists breaking red lights and that they see the benefit in having this. Are we talking about country cyclists now or are we speaking about city? Because this is where the difference always come in, town and country. And, you know, it's completely different cycling in the countryside. I cycled through bollards only last week, okay? I was overtaken by a lorry that was carrying one of these, uh, what do you call those big houses that go on the back of trucks? What are they called? Uh, Mobile homes. Like a mobile home, yeah. I had to hop off because there wasn't enough room for my bike and the lorry. Now, he was inches from slamming me to the ground and and driving over me. Mm. But where was my protection as a cyclist? I still had a right of way through those bollards, but but the driver of the lorry basically said, get out of my way. But just on the point, and I take that, look, and, and absolutely, you, 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 there, there is bad there is bad driving um, and, and bad cycling, according to the Dexters as well. But on the point about the red lights in particular, it shouldn't matter whether you're in an urban area or a rural area when there's red lights. Uh, I, I can honestly say say, yes, when I was in London, I jumped the red lights on a bicycle, but I also made it clear that there was no walkers or uh, children crossing, and it's just something cyclists do sometimes probably to protect themselves. Um, and, and that's okay, too, because they're, they're not mowing down people all the time. So that's kind of ridiculous to, to, to generalize on that. Um, and, and, and what's the harm? You, can, you could be at a, at a traffic, red traffic lights, and, uh, and you could walk through or just take your bike and go over the crossing. But some cyclists choose to stay on the bike and ride through. I don't see that as a big okay. issue. Let, let me bring in Maeve. Maeve is on the line as well. Maeve, do you think this idea, in, uh, this suggestion in, suggestion in the UK is a good idea? Yeah, absolutely. So I think either we have cyclists fully obeying the rules of the road, or we have a system where we can hold them accountable for not, would be my opinion. I lived in 
the Netherlands for years and cyclists did what cyclists were supposed to do. I used to commute into the city here five days a week. I went back in on Monday and every cyclist in traffic beside me skipped the red light. If I, as a driver, was to skip the red light, I would be held accountable. If the cyclist skipped the red light and a driver had the right of way and missed the cyclist, the driver's in the wrong. So I really take issue with cyclists doing what they please and not being held accountable. I know it's a small amount of them, but um, it's a real problem in my opinion. What about that, Olivia, then? Cyclists need to be held, you know, to account. Well, absolutely, I completely agree. There's always a few out there, but I think it's just because there's a lot more cyclists out there at the moment that this is becoming such an issue for people. Um, you know, they shouldn't be out there breaking the headlights with cameras on the lights. You'll catch drivers who do wrong things, you'll catch cyclists who do wrong things. Um, you know, that's the only way you're going to catch them. If you have little license plates, you have some people who get them, others who won't. And the way of monitoring it is something near on impossible. Um, but I, I do feel that anybody out there, whether you're a cyclist or a driver, if it is a I'm just just let, let me just try there and, and reconnect with you, Olivia, if you don't mind, just on your line. But Edel, you're still with us. I mean, you, you heard Maeve's point there about, you know, I like... Did, actually, yeah, Andrea, and having cycled in cities, um, uh, uh, many cities, what I find is what actually is required at lights for cyclists is a sign where the cyclist goes first because you're, you're beside a machine, so, so there's no, you, you, you have to go with the same pace as the machine as you leave the lights. So basically, if you had a, a filter light that cyclists went first on a such a color, so they got ahead, mm. then there would be far they safer. Do have some cyclists of those. wouldn't have to drum, jump lights yeah. and, and get themselves I think they're, yeah, well, I agree with you on, 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 on that uh, point, Edel, because I've noticed some of those cycle lanes, they have them down on the keys, the specific um, cycle lights for cyclists along that route there down along the Keys. I think it's a fantastic idea. All, all cyclists are trying to do is avoid being hit by a car and being frightened that they might not see their children when they come home or they might, you know, and, and, and you live like that. You're hoping that the, 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 it's, the, the day is going to be kind to you when you go to work on a bicycle. And, and you're hoping, you know, so if there was better lights of traffic so, so the cyclist could go ahead of the car beside them, that would be far safer. And, and also lorries and buses mm. would be aware then that the cyclist is ahead, they're clear. And me, that, that's yeah. why cyclists jump lights, to, to get out of the way of Okay, so what, what what about that point, Maeve? Like, I mean, the, the, the cyclist is just trying to, you know, they're trying to get out ahead of the car, basically. That's why they're breaking the lights. Well, I'd love to jump lights to get to work quicker and not sit in traffic, to be perfectly honest. I think it's a bit of an over-exaggeration. Um, I think that there's never a time or a reason when cyclists should break the lights. All road users should behave how they're supposed to. If a cyclist can break the lights, then what's saying a car can't break the lights. If a car does it, they're held accountable. The cyclist is far better to sit beside the person in the car, let them know they're there, make them aware, and then take off when all of the road users are supposed to take off. Do you agree with this, Leo? I mean, do do you think that cyclists need to be held more to account? Not so much held to account, Andrea, but I do believe that there's as many bad cyclists as there are bad drivers, and we share the roads. 
So I think that uh, in in the um, situation by where something happens uh, on the road, you should be identifiable if you're a road user. You should have a form of insurance as we do driving a car. I mean, I have two sons to cycle to school, and I drive daily around the city. And in actual fact, interestingly enough, since the new cycle lanes went in, in particular with people turning left, cyclists do seem to feel as though they're invincible because they have this bollard between them and the, the, the car. And, you know, there isn't a situation where I've experienced where they actually stop and take the same consideration as a car user in the sense that when you're, you're making manoeuvres like that, you've got to be much more vigilant in the car than you are as a cyclist. That's my experience. But I do think having uh, some sort of way of identifying somebody and the need for some sort of insurance, if you are a road user, I mean, it only makes perfect sense. You know, we've all got to have our cars insured and, and uh, you know, roadworthy. So why isn't it the same for cyclists? I've never met a cyclist, Tidal, who's in favour of insurance. Um, uh, and Andrea, um, the reason why people cycle is to save on costs, especially when I uh, uh, was in London and, um, you know, I would go and see clients on my bicycle at all sometimes take my son who was one and a half at the time and uh you know so i'm I'm sorry i think that you you can't penalize cyclists they're doing a great thing for the planet they're out there on their bikes what what motorists and should be doing is saying um you know have a bit of compassion around cyclists and uh, a bit of respect really on the road um you know so okay. so that's all we require we, we as cyclists that's all we request yeah. Okay. Give us a bit of space, and and you know, and don't think we're out there just for a joyride. You know, somebody could be cycling to work, or you know. Well, funny, young, funny I'm you mentioned that because I had my backside touched so many times yeah. at lights right. by it's, men. Right. You know, what? Let's let's be honest here. You know, let's get straight with this. You know, when there's a pretty girl, I'm not saying I can't say I was pretty. When there's a young, flaming red haired haired girl at the lights in Dublin you know, or in London or any city, men are going to look at her. And of course they are. She's not about, she's got a great pair of legs. What right? She has got to get out of there as fast as she can. And that's all that focuses okay. on the cyclist. I don't need this crap. Right. Okay, well, listen, thanks for for joining us anyway. Um, that's Adele. And uh, we've Olivia and Maeve and Ken and Una and all there with us. Leo as well. <laughs> thanks for getting in touch with us on the programme. An interesting email in here, though, from listeners says, I live in Roundwood and Wicklow. The cyclists come up the roads in Roundwood. They're a huge problem. No respect for people who live in the area or the farms. They are a danger. Um, cycling in large groups. They don't go on single file, so you can never overtake them safely. They drive me absolutely mad and they use my drive as a toilet, says this uh, person here on Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. That's the email address to get in touch with us today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.